0: So get this shit, yesterday I went into treatment wide open, ready to be excited for today, engage with the group, have a good day, do everything I was asked, I was going to phase up to phase two, which you really don't know about, but basically there's four phases, and you get little, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, you get, uh, this is a brain fall kicking in, But you get, uh, you know, there's certain things you're allowed to do on different phases. For instance, phase three, you get caffeine. Uh, I think you can leave a few minutes early uh, throughout the day. Um, Stuff like that, right? And I've been wanting to move up to phase two so I can get my headphones and my cell phone in between groups so I can listen to podcasts or music or just really not have to engage with anybody And kind of just, or if shit's getting a little crazy, just kind of chill out for a second. Now, this is the only time in my history of being in treatment centers, which I get isn't very long. But in the entire time that I've been in treatment centers, usually they meet you halfway. Which means if they know that you need something like your iPad or your headphones, they usually find a way to make it happen. Well, this place, no, their rules are rigid, and they don't, they don't stand for anything outside of what specifically the rules say. So the rules say, if you want your phone and headphones in between groups, well, then you need to be in phase two. Now, I battled this for the first two weeks because I decided I wasn't going to let these bastards beat me. And... Eventually, I broke down because I need those things to self-soothe. So I busted it out pretty quick. It literally only took me a day to get all this stuff done. And uh, I turned it in yesterday. I was excited like, oh, I'm going to phase two. Well, then my dietician goes on to say, well, great. Thanks for turning this in. Thursday, when we have our meeting... Uh, we'll get this approved. And I was like, shut the front door what? Thursday? No, i got this shit turned in today. They're like, well, the whole staff has to approve it. And then you're like, community has to approve it. And I'm like, what in the holy heaven fuck are you talking about? The staff has to approve it. Who doesn't know me or doesn't know my needs. The the other, client, the other clients have to approve it. The community has to approve it. Why the fuck do they have a say in anything that has to do with my growth? No, thank you. And I said as much. I don't care if the rest of the staff thinks or doesn't think I should have my headphones. I did the work. I should get what I've earned. And when it comes to the group, I love these people. I think they're awesome. My hope is that every single one of them gets healthy, you know, gets the 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 help that they need and the way they need it, and they and they get on the road to recovery, you know, much like I'm trying to do. And I'm here to support them all the way. But in no way, shape, or form should they have anything to say about whether or not I get phased up. This is my treatment. My recovery. I don't... My Outside of my treatment team, nobody should have a, a freaking say in what um, I can and cannot do. Or can and cannot have uh, during treatment. I followed the rules. I did their stupid assignments. And uh, I should get those things. Well, they disagreed, obviously. Because they have their... Rigid rules, and they don't really care about the needs of the person in the moment. They like to have a blanket approach. Feel like they have a one-size-fits-all protocol. And uh, I'm living inside that, and I don't always like it. It's frustrating. It pisses me off. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, for instance, I was having a really good session with my dietitian and my therapist, um, when this came up and I thought, wow, like we're going to make some steps forward. We're kind of feeling each other out or understanding each other's needs and expectations. And then this came up and it just destroyed any momentum we gained. Like I felt like I was right back at ground zero. I felt that they, I wasn't being heard. I feel like I wasn't being supported. Um, and I know that you may be out there thinking, wow, that's kind of childish. Just wait till Thursday to get your headphones I don't want to wait till Thursday. Like, my headphones are, like, the one self-soothing thing I have that allows me to, when there's chaos around in, in treatment or if I'm just frustrated because of X, Y, or Z, that allows me just to kind of go away for a minute, calm myself down. And not, you know, bring out a-hole Matt. Because a-hole Matt, I don't like him. I don't like him to come out ever. I've been trying to stick him away, you know, permanently. So the fact that, you know, he kind of came out a little bit yesterday bothers me. Um, Because that's what happened after... I, uh, they told me that I kind of broke down, lost total interest in whatever it was we were talking about, uh, in terms of treatment and my treatment plan. Um, I went from wanting to engage to people to not giving a shit if I talked to any of these people at all. Um, which sucks because I like being fun. I like engaging but I know that if asshole Matt engages, I'm going to say something I'm going to regret, or it's going to get me kicked out of treatment. Now, part of me does think that they want to get rid of me because I'm a handful and I'm a male, and I feel like like a lot of treatment centers, what like it's almost like they got to keep us in line. You know, it's like oh, we got to let this big scary male know like we're in charge here. And they don't realize that I'm super sensitive and I have my own issues I'm trying to deal with. And when I can't self-soothe, it sucks for me. But whatever. It is what it is. Um, so I just kind of spent the whole day getting Phase 3 stuff done. So I can move up to Phase 3 next week. Um, this week I'll move up to Phase 2. And then Phase 3 next week. And then today I'll just focus on getting Phase 4 stuff done. Um, and then that'll be it. And I won't have to worry about that. And I can just focus on groups and stuff. We did have some good groups yesterday. Um, that I went to, I did miss processing group, which I really hate. Like I would miss rather miss all day long yoga group because I don't like yoga. And I think it makes me feel silly. Um, I'd rather miss that all day than miss processing group. Processing group is super valuable to me. Um, it's something I didn't have in Alabama, and now that I have it again, like I want to be able to go in and get some shit off my chest. Like that would have been a great opportunity, for instance, for me to get off my chest how frustrated I am about the situation and the direction that it's heading with my treatment and these rigid rules that nobody seems to understand. Um, it's frustrating to me, it is, uh, yeah, all things frustrating, Uh, I miss residentials on days like yesterday, because at least in residential, I expect that, right, because it's residential, and it's kind of like prison for eating disorders, Um, so you go in knowing that you're going to give up a, right, a lot of your needs and expectations and your soothing stuff, and you'll have to earn those. And that's part of that process. But the whole point of PHP is supposed to give you some autonomy. And this is very much no autonomy. Um, it feels very much like residential. Like It's like they took their residential plan and just said, we're going to use the thing, same thing for PHP because, heck, it's working. And not realizing that people need autonomy here. Like the fact that I still have to have someone at the bathroom door. But whatever. I'm here. I'm going to dominate this treatment. And that's just a facts. Um, I'm not going to allow this stuff to destroy me. Which I think is a huge victory. Because in the past I would absolutely have uh, let it dominate me. And dominate my day and dominate my week, and you're thinking, Matt, you won't shut up about it, well, that's because I'm talking to you, and you, you get to hear this, so I don't go into treatment and continue to, uh, I don't know, um, lose my shit, um, I'm probably going a little quiet today, because I do have, uh, a, um, what's it called, uh, da, 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 for eating, for the bariatric program, a nutrition class that is required. Um, so they're going to let me take part in that. Today it's four hours, so it's the majority of my treatment today. And here's the great thing about this, right? Like I was supposed to go, have to go to Alabama to get this done um, before I flew to Alabama for surgery, and we were trying to figure it out. Well, then she opted to do it online, so I'm very appreciative of that. I love the staff down at St. Vincent Um, there in Birmingham. I think the bariatric program is phenomenal. I think the people are are very strict, and their program is very rigid, Um, but they care. And I think that's the difference I get, I feel, from treatment. Like in treatment, I feel like they're all those same things, but I don't get the care, care part. And that might be on me for not allowing that in, and uh, maybe I have to accept some of that. But at least, like, anytime I talk to them down there, I just feel like they can't wait for me to get better. Where here, it's like, eh, if you get better, great. If not, eh, someone else will be here in your place to pay us the big fat money we make every day. Um... Now, sitting out here looking for going into today, I don't know what today will bring. Like I said, I have that nutrition class, and then I'll have a couple hours after the fact where I'll have to um, engage with the staff. Um, On an individual basis, I don't think the staff are actually bad people. I think most of them are really great. Um, I do think the care techs have way too much responsibility for their job title. Um considering that they're not therapists and they're not uh, clinicians that they have all this authority and the clinicians actually defer to them makes me a little uncomfortable but seems to be working for them and honestly the care team here is really friendly, really nice and they probably want to choke me and they probably think that I'm a big bummer and I'm hoping that I get to kind of let my guard down and show them the real Matt a little bit because I think that They would really maybe enjoy the real Matt. He's a fun guy. But, uh, you know, I think there's... The problem is I'm trying to compromise. Not trying. I'm being forced to compromise and be flexible. But they're not flexible at all. Like, there is no flexibility. And it drives me nuts. Uh, Groups. Groups are fun here. Um, I think we talked about... Well, let me look at my handwritten notebook here, which is not here. It's not good. I didn't bring my handwritten dandy notebook today. We uh, Yesterday, I had to make a list of the things that I... Uh, my fears of recovery, and we'll get into that a little bit next episode when I have my paperwork in front of me, but that was uh, tough. I had to write a uh, biography about my eating disorder. And it's funny because every time I look at these assignments, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to be helpful. This is just going to be a big waste of time, so forth and so on. And then I get into it, and it's actually really helpful, and I really pull up some things. And, you know, thinking about where my ED did, did start, and I, you know, I truly believe it was when I was in, like, kindergarten. And just, you know, not having access to a lot of food at that time in our lives we uh you know we struggled a little bit financially and so here's the deal you either ate what was made or you didn't eat and there was a seven of us so we weren't making a ton of food extra so like you really had to eat fast and like chomp down if you wanted seconds to get ahead of you know one of the siblings or even your parents and carry that on to like the abuse that I dealt with from junior and how he really made me feel like I didn't have any control over my life with his abuse and for whatever reason food seemed to bring me that 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 control like I had some control of what I put in my body if I didn't want to eat I would sneak downstairs that night if there was something made for dinner that I didn't like I would sneak downstairs And, you know, raid the fridge uh, and eat myself till I was uncomfortably full. You know, that's the start of this whole process. I've always said that I hate the saying that we didn't choose this because I don't believe that. I believe at some point I did make a decision. And I believe that decision came when I was five or six that I was going to use food as this uh, coping mechanism to, you know, numb the sadness and to fill uh a lot of the emptiness inside of me on top of you know it made me feel like i had some control on my day-to-day because i got to decide how much of that food i put in i got to buy it i got to choose it um so i did choose this but man i did not realize how out of control this was going to get and i think i realized that even more as i was writing that biography uh for my eating disorder um (laughs) <laughs> so these assignments are deep, they are exciting, they are fun, and uh, not fun, but they're eye-opening, and they definitely make me consider things that I hadn't considered in the past, so um, things to be excited about. Anyway, it's about that time, folks. We'll get into some more later as we um, get back to regular podcasting moving forward. I do thank you for stopping in and listening. I thank you for your time. I thank you for your shares, your emails, everything. Um, I'm going to head in here to treatment for the day. I will see you all soon. Have a good day.